Welcome to The Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial. Hey, everybody. Okay, welcome to The Wealth. I was trying to do like a radio voice. It didn't come across very well. <laughs> well, welcome to The Wealth Standard Radio. This is Patrick Donahoe. I'm going to be hosting today. We're broadcasting live, beautiful spring day. And I am joined by the handsome and very well-dressed Justin Martin. Hey. <laughs> I think there's like a competition going on in the office as far as who can dress, dress better. Something, right? Brad stepped up to the plate. You stepped up to the plate. So it's, uh, it's oh, impressive. Brad, Brad's wife stepped up to the yeah, plate and got him dressed. True. That's probably true. Yeah, if I didn't, I, I go to work and wake up before my wife gets up. So that's why I show up sometimes, kind of mismatch socks and shirts and whatever. Yep. Anyway, it's good to be with you guys. We have some cool things to uh, to be talking about today. We have a, a very exciting announcement uh, in relation to something that we're going to uh, be co-hosting in uh, in about three weeks. Uh, so we're uh, we're going to be doing a, a virtual financial conference. We're going to co-host a virtual financial conference. So let me let me take a moment and explain what what that is because it's a it's a new concept and it's just come about in the last I don't know it's become more popular in the last year year or so. So I was at a I was at a conference uh, a marketing uh, conference business conference up in San Francisco end of last year. And it was a really successful uh, software company there, and they've they've been valued at uh, I think twenty billion dollars. It's a really mm. really successful company, a startup company, and they put one of these on. So basically, what they did is they got a lot of speakers in their genre in marketing and business, and especially online business. Uh, and you know they're they're a plug into a very um, popular uh, customer relationship management called Salesforce. And they're they're killing it. And they put on one of these conferences and they were telling us about it. And my eyes were just like popping. I was like, whoa, that's that's an that's an amazing, amazing concept. So so we started I started to look into you know the software program that uh, that hosted this event and it was it was really, really expensive. And so I started to look at you know other platforms. Uh, and there's just not a lot of not a lot of uh, competition in this arena putting on these virtual virtual conferences, uh, but we found one, and uh, and we started to kind of brainstorm and conceptualize this idea of a, of a virtual conference. So most people know what conferences are, right? Hope maybe some of you have gone or at least heard about them. But conferences for me uh, have been have been huge. Uh, I think. I like to. I need to get outside of like my my black hole. I think if we get into a routine in our lives and we just do the same thing day in and day out, day in and day out, re- repeat, 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 we get into this like black hole of energy of ideas. Uh, and 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 I, I going to conferences has always kind of unplugged me from that you know that magnetism of the black hole of of routine. Uh, and so I can I can you know reference a few conferences I've gone to in the past. Uh, I remember one distinctly with Tony Robbins, and it was it was incredible. I mean, he had three thousand people you know running around and jumping up and down, and it was profound, right? Because you don't get that every day. You don't get this huge influx and of of inspiration and energy and motivation. Uh, so conferences were really huge for me. And I there's there's a software program that we use. 
And they put on this, you know, and there's only like 10, 15 people that go to these trainings every other month. But that also was massive for me, especially in 2010, 2011, when, you know, business was getting back on its feet, going there, I unplugged, I went and I had no, you know, distractions of a cell phone or email. Uh, I didn't have daily, uh, my daily routine, I was able to go and unplug and learn and be inspired and come up with ideas. Conferences are huge for people. But the thing is, going to a conference is very limiting, right? Because what do you need to do to go to a, a physical conference? Man, you know, I, I love this concept of the virtual com- the virtual summit, a virtual conference, because when you go to that conference, you got to pay to get there. Yeah. You've got to take the time off. You've got opportunity costs that you're you're you got to yeah, calculate in there. Time if you're employed, right? Your your assistant or your office staff, they've got a, a bunch of stuff that they've got to take care of because you're not sitting there. I mean, it does take a lot out of your schedule to your do family. it. You, you leave your family. Oh, yeah, not right? to mention your family. It could be vacation time. Some people get two, three right. weeks. You know, you have to travel. PTO. Then uh, the hotel cost, the yeah. conference cost, uh, the airline ticket if you have to if you have to fly somewhere. Yeah. So it's it's it it eliminates a lot of people from go, from going. Yep. Even though they want to go, and there's a huge motivation behind it. Uh, it's still not enough to actually jump through those jump through those hoops. So a virtual conference is essentially speakers speaking live, presenting live, inspiring live. But instead of you having to go somewhere, you can participate on an online portal. So this portal that we found, you uh, you sign in. And there are different buildings. There are different rooms in those buildings. There's a main stage. There's lobby areas where you can interact and chat with people. They're also going to, you know, at this conference, there's an exhibit hall where you can go to different booths of the different uh, speakers and businesses that are presenting uh, and get their information and then chat with them and interact with them live. So it's a it's a cool platform. But the big thing is, you don't have to buy a plane ticket. You don't have to uh, right. book a hotel room. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be two full days, right? And I'll announce the dates in just a second. But it's gonna be two full days during the day. But you could maybe ask for a day off, or as you register, you can look at the speakers that you want to hear from, and and essentially block out some time or take some time off to to attend those uh, those presentations. So it's. It's a new, it's a new thing, right? It, it it hasn't been done a lot. There's a lot of these main uh, speaking and conferences, financial conferences that are broadcasting some of their presentations, but they're still doing everything live. And I know the money. There's a there's a a financial conference called the Money Show, and they have a few conferences per year. And I know that they've kind of toyed around with some of the speakers and broadcasting it live. Uh, and I've seen a few others, but this is you know we essentially have been organizing over the last couple of months uh, our own. So when I kind of came up with this this idea, I started to think about you know who who could be who could help me d- do this because uh, it's a it was a huge it's been a huge endeavor still is I mean we're still you know we're still three weeks away but there's Everyone's a lot of work running around the <laughs> office right now that's for sure <laughs> there's a lot of work to do uh, but I, I thought about who who else because I I'm I'm big on team. And somebody doing something by themselves, hugely limiting. Yep. So I, I tried to figure out a team that I could put together of people that were influential and uh, could help me 
uh, attract some speakers and get some people excited about it. Um, so uh, I, I went to two of my uh, good friends and mentors of mine, uh, one Tom Wheelwright, and the other is uh, Andy Tanner. So Tom Wheelwright is a Rich Dad advisor with uh, the, the Kiyosaki group, uh, richdad.com. And he also is a CPA and runs a very successful uh, accounting practice in, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. And, and Tom, he's wrote, he wrote the book Tax-Free Wealth. Uh, great speaker, very, very inspiring. So I went to, I went to him first. And, and he, uh, he, he loved, loved the idea because Tom speaks at a lot of conferences. Uh, he goes all over the world and speaks with uh, the Rich Dad group. I mean, they speak in Europe and in Asia, and they were in Canada a couple weeks ago. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. So he understands the value of, of speaking in a conference and how motivating it is for people. But also he you know, has the experience of actually presenting, so attending and presenting. And so he, you know, he loved it. He was like, okay, let's, let's you know, I don't know. He's like, I really don't understand like, how, to, how we're going to do it, but I'm, I'm on board with the idea. Uh, and then I went to uh, Andy, Andy Tanner. And Andy's been, you know, he lives uh, near us. And so he's come in and he's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, he's done some of our, some sales trainings for us. He's super motivational guy, really humble guy, uh, amazing personality, an incredible presenter and uh, an incredible businessman as well. So, so he, you know, he's, he was on board as well. So then we started to kind of brainstorm and we came up with like a hundred people. Like, well, this guy can do this and this guy can do this. And, you know, we were, we were all over the place, but then, you know, Tom, cause I'm a very, my personality is just like, go, 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 go. Quick start. If I'm, if I, if I get an idea, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's go. So he kind of pulled back, you know, pulled back the reins and he said, you know, we, we need to identify, you know, a theme. We need to identify a theme. We need to create a mission statement. We need to create a code of honor. We need to create our values. And we need to bring in the speakers that are going to represent those values. Um, and, and so we kind of whittled it down to right around, right around 30. And it, it's, it's cool. So let, me, let me talk about some of the, 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 the genres. And then next week, uh, Tom and Andy are going to join me. And we're going to do, uh, do a podcast and talk more in depth about some of the speakers in the event. Um, but we, we we came up with the theme of cash flow. So the idea of cash flow philosophically pertains to really every 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 business, personal finance, corporate finance, uh, investment finance, and so that became the theme because that's those those guys are all about all about cash flow, and looking at you know what we do it, in a sense it all relates to to cash flow right. And we'll get to that at the end of our of our show today, talking about more more or less how we and our strategy incorporates the idea and the philosophy of cash flow. Uh, but we started to look at you know different business models and uh, the different speakers, these hundred speakers we came up with, and we whittled it down to about thirty with the speakers that we feel represent cash flow from multiple different perspectives. So what we did is we found you know we found some guys that are going to speak on marketing. And because uh, a lot of our audience, a lot of our, our, uh, our clientele, and likewise with a lot of the other, uh, you know, other speakers, small business owners, entrepreneurs, investors, people that think outside the box, non-conformists. And so the internet marketing side of things is huge because there are a lot of successful businesses that still do everything you know, buy, buy the book. They have their sign out front. They put an ad in the new. They put their ads in the newspaper. They send out mailers. I mean, you have a lot of biz, successful businesses that have just not figured out 
how to get themselves online. If they did, I mean, yeah. it would blow, it would blow up. So, but it's kind of that, how to, how to take the first step? How do I learn about how to do that? What are the different ways I can do it? So we have a number of people that have uh, done incredible things online. And so we have several speakers going to talk about internet marketing, doing your business uh, online, uh, transacting online, e-commerce. Uh, we have some, a couple of speakers on podcasting, right? We're doing a podcast right now. And, you know, in, in a sense, you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's uncomfortable to, to get on and to, to speak. You know, I'm just speaking to you, but there are a lot right. of people listening. But, it, you know, most people are not used to, to doing this. But if you can get the hang of it, it is essentially free. It doesn't cost anything to do a podcast. But most people just don't know where to start. Let's, let's, let's actually – I want to get your experience because you've only been doing this kind of podcast. You've never been on the radio before. Being like on this podcast, besides right? this, right? This is it. So tell me, I mean, tell me about your experience over the last, you know, maybe six months as you've been participating in this. Like, what? Tell me about maybe your first couple of experiences, and then like how you, how comfortable, and how you feel right now about being on this and talking about what you do and talking about yourself and so forth. Well, you, you know, it's interesting. The first time that you asked me to be on the podcast, it was actually with a different agent. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I was very nervous. Yeah, yeah. My interaction in the business world and talking about finance and talking about different things, it's always a face-to-face. Yeah. I've got to see my audience. You know, I've presented to very large groups, small groups before, mm-hmm. but being able to get that feedback from people as you're sitting there and mm-hmm. talking to them is crucial. But as I've jumped onto the radio, as I've jumped onto these podcasts, mm-hmm. it's a whole new experience being able to tell your story, being able to share your experience, share your opinions. Mm-hmm. Has it gotten easier? With just you. Yeah. Has it gotten easier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those things. It's kind of like we all, I mean, we all have ideas. We all have a philosophy. We all have an opinion about, about life. We're all passionate about our businesses. If you have a business, I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't do a podcast. And I mean, I know it's intimidating, but at the same time, I mean, there's hundreds, thousands, probably millions of podcasts right now that you can download for free yep. and you can get an idea of how people are, are running it. And so we have a couple a couple of groups, two groups that are going to be talking about podcasting, uh, how to start it up, um, the microphones, the the different you know softwares that you use, how to broadcast it, how to promote it through social media. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. And one of the guys is just a, is brilliant, and he he actually uh, helped start one of the most successful podcasts uh, ever. And, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's pretty amazing. His story is pretty amazing. So he's going to be, he's going to be on, he's going to be talking about just podcasting in general, talking about his book and uh, you know, how to get a podcast started. So we have other, we have other social media people. We have a, a guy that's actually local that I uh, became pretty good friends with and he started a business and, and sold it. Uh, and he's in the process of selling a couple of, a couple more, one to like a Fortune 10 company. It's really, really a fascinating story. Very humble guy, but he's going to talk about just his story and how he started using the internet to to transact and do business. So he's going to be speaking. Um, let's let's go on to a couple other topics. So we have uh, a, a number of real estate investment companies. Uh, we have a really cool crowdfunding company. It's going to be uh, it's going to be speaking. I think I'm going to be doing an interview with him and just talking about you know the, his background and his whole family has been in commercial real estate development uh, for ye- for years. And then him and his brother, you know, are, are younger, went to Wharton and essentially 
said, we want to do, we want to continue in that business, in the private equity business, in the you know uh, the syndication business, in the commercial development business, but we want to use some new technology. And they have it's a because I, I, I've done some investment with them, amazing platform. It's revolutionary. Um, so they're going to be on there, and it's not just necessarily going to be okay. You should invest with them, but I know that we have a lot of real estate developers and investors that are going to be participating in the conference. So it's great ideas for them on how they can start to use this crowdfunding idea, right? Because it's, I mean, the crowdfunding thing, it's like the Kickstarter, Kickstarter stuff and uh, GoFundMe. And I know we've talked about crowdfunding before, but these days there's so many, uh, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money and are, and and I think naturally people, people are charitable if you give them a chance. And, and so there's ways in which they don't have to go to their, their church or charity. They can, you know, basically create campaigns to raise money for business ventures or, I mean, even medical, medical bills, uh, or uh, sports team. I mean, I, my neighbor, um, created a company called rally me and they just go around, uh, they just go around to, uh, sports teams, right. And they create a platform so that the sports teams can, you know, push their social networks and raise money for the sports team wow. to, to travel the paper neat. fees or rink time. A lot of Olympic athletes are are using this. Uh, so Bill, who's my who's my neighbor, fascinating guy. But again, it's just proof that there's these new things that you can do to revolutionize your business, right? So we we tried to you know as as Andy and Tom and I were you know looking at who who can we who can we have speak and represent this idea of cash flow. Yeah, it's it's actually you know what we should I'm going to ask Bill. Maybe Bill. I'll have Bill come to be on. on it too. Yeah, because we only have three weeks left, so he'll probably kill me because <laughs> there's no time to prepare. But I'm gonna, yeah, I'll do. I'm gonna see if I can get him to, to participate. Anyway, the idea is there's so many ways in which we can uh, uh, build our businesses online and create more cash flow. But there are some people that are not entrepreneurs, that are not business owners, um, that are doing things, you know, because that's what they love to do and that's their passion is just their their uh, their employment, their position, their job. There's still a lot of ways in which you can increase cash flow. So we have a lot of real estate investment companies that you can invest with, um, some that do a lot of turnkey type of strategies. Uh, we have a good friend that, uh, that does a, a ton of education about how to invest out of state because there's lots of opportunities. You know, if you live in Southern California, probably not the greatest place to go, get into real estate uh, investment or rental real estate, right, because of just the, the dynamics of, of that, uh, that market. But Texas or Tennessee or Atlanta or Florida. I mean, there's a lot of other places, but people are very hesitant and anxious to get into those areas. So, so this guy is going to be talking about how to get over that, how to put things in place so that you can mitigate that anxiety. Um, we have a, a bunch of the rich, rich dad advisors that are going to, to speak. Uh, Ken McElroy, who is by far, as far as I know, um, the people that I know, the most successful real estate investor on the planet. And he's going to be talking about what he does in syndication. And and so anyway, we have a ton of speakers in that regard, but we also have like estate planning guys. We have uh, asset protection guys, because as you build your cash flows, you build your empire, you know, it could be taken from you in an instant uh, from a lawsuit or, or something that you don't expect to happen. So we have guys like that that are going to be speaking. I'm trying to think of what else, what other speakers do we have? Um, Crickets, crickets, crickets. While you're thinking about your other the other speakers, one thing that I'm that I love about this is I know I know it's cliche, but 
it allows you to invest in yourself, yeah. but, to, but, to, but it allows you to direct where you want to invest in yourself too. Yep. There's going to be so many different topics out there, so many different speakers out there, professionally trained speakers too. This is not just an hour webinar that you're sitting on. These, these guys are for real yep. and it's going to allow you to, to learn, to explore, but then to figure out how to actually go out and do it. Yep. You know, it's one thing to learn something, but you haven't actually learned it until you go out and do it. Yep. And I think that's going to be the the power behind this whole this whole virtual summit mm. is to see the change that happens in people's lives. Mm. Even if you can just pick up on one hidden gem that you get from all of this yep. and can implement it, it'll be worth it. It's revolutionary. That could that's could be the domino. It's the domino effect. Yep. It's the first domino. Um, no, it's a great it's a great point. That's the nature of just this you know this black hole idea. If you're in the routine every single day, chances are you're not going to have this like brilliant idea that comes to you. Oftentimes, those brilliant ideas come to you when you're outside of your normacy, right? Um, so that was that was the other, you know, there's another genre, the personal development and motivation genre. So there's gonna be a couple of people speaking right. speaking on that. Kim Kiyosaki is gonna oh, wow. be is okay. gonna be speaking. So she's incredibly motivating and she's gonna be speaking uh, the first night. Um, so anyway, it, it's it's cool. I mean we our, our website is up so you can visit uh, the website to register Here's the other thing too is it's absolutely free. So we're not going to charge for, for this for this first event. This is definitely not the first time we're going to do it. We're going to do it multiple times. But we're going to try to build build the hype. Uh, and so we just Tom, Andy and I just said, you know, it's going to cost us a bunch to to come out of pocket and create this and it it's a lot bigger it's a, it's quite a, the undertaking is a lot more than I anticipated. Um, but we, we decided that this first, this first go around, we were going to have for free. So there's no obligation at all. Um, you basically register, you participate, um, and it's live. Um, we may have, we may have it on demand at the end, uh, but probably not for a long period of time. Uh, and we're not, we're still not decided on that if we're going to have it on demand. Uh, but we're thinking about it. But anyway, it's going to be it's going to be live. So you can go to uh, the website cashflowwealthsummit.com. Uh, so cashflowwealthsummit.com. Uh, we're if you're registering today, today's the 29th of, of April. Uh, if you're registering today, the site I believe is up. We're still making some minor <laughs> minor tweaks to it uh, with speakers and bios and stuff like and stuff like that. But you can still go on. You can register. When you register, you'll get some updates in regards to um, you know timing, and it'll give you you know who's who's going to be speaking and a few and a few other things. But go and register. Okay, cashflowwealthsummit.com. And uh, and then the event's going to take place May twentieth and May twenty first. So it's a it's a Wednesday and a Thursday. Um, okay, so what else? Take advantage though, seriously. Yeah. If you think about any of these speakers, if you were to go to one of their conferences, their live conferences, you're going to be paying five hundred, a thousand, two thousand dollars just to attend one of their three hour, five hour seminars. Let alone the other things you have to pay for to get there. Exactly, and this is, uh, I mean, this summit is free. You can go, you can view, learn, and change your life. Yep. And this is, you know, I think one of the other themes that we created when we when we're kind of putting together this this group is is the idea that we shared very similar values and and philosophies. Um, you know, I've always been, you know, gr- growing up, I you know, my parents were both teachers. It was very stereotypical, you know, lower middle class family, and I grew up in the suburbs of of Hartford, Connecticut. And, and as I look back, you know, I always, I think I always was kind of a nonconformist. I didn't like just 
cliques and little groups and doing what I was told, doing what I was told. And that got me into a little bit of trouble. I was going to say trouble people a little bit. <laughs> I got into a little, little bit, a little bit of trouble. But when, when I was in college, that's when I, I first was uh, given Rich Dad Poor Dad by um, a, a friend of mine, still a great friend to this day, he owns a super successful medical supply company in Chicago. Uh, but Brandon gave me the, the Rich Dad Poor Dad book and it rocked my world. Uh, when I read it, it resonated with me because my parents were teachers, as, the same as as Kiyosaki's poor dad, and and I was told by my parents, you know, you need to do this, 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 and this, and you're going to be successful. But everybody else was doing the exact same thing, and again, it kind of went against my just what, how how I thought of myself and what my personality was. So rich dad poor dad totally flipped flipped the switch and rocked my world. And and since then, you know, when I was in when I was in college, um, I, I he, Kiyosaki really emphasized this idea of learning how to sell. And growing up, I was the shyest guy on the mm. planet, and I still have this kind of you know introverted side of me. Um, but it was very difficult to chew on that part of his book. But it hit me so strong. Just the message of that book hit me so profoundly that I was willing to take those those strides. So I remember. In, in college, I went and uh, got this job as uh, um, as a room service person at a at a hotel here in here in Salt Lake City, uh, uh, Little America, and and I thought that was kind of a salesy type of job, and it was all you know tip based, um, but that's when I started to incorporate a lot of a lot of those principles, and I I came up with techniques and strategies, whether it was putting flowers on the tray or bringing up, you know, chocolate covered strawberries, or, you know, I, I identified the common guests at the little America, uh, that were the guys that tipped heavily. And I knew their, I knew them by name. I knew more or less when they would come. And I also knew what they wanted to eat and what they liked and how they liked things set up. And so I figured out ways to, you know, have that shift be there. And once that name came up, I was on that name and I, you know, made quite, well, at the time, you know, it seemed like quite a bit of money. Right. And the guy that owned uh, Little America, Earl Holding, uh, still owns it. The holding, uh, the um, holding, I would say holding company, the holding family, they're the Sinclair Oil family, uh, but they paid everybody in cash. It's amazing. Wow. And they actually built the, the Grand America 100% in cash and not cash like no debt, cash like they paid all the employees cash. So this wow. is a number of years ago. I don't think they can do that anymore, uh, unfortunately. But I remember that. It was it was hugely motivating to me to figure out these different strategies and figure out ways to create value for people and create an experience for people. Because I, I discovered the idea of reciprocity, which is you do more for somebody. You value somebody. You create value for them. In exchange, you get more from them. And so it was a profound idea, and, I, and that's kind of where the, the first started. You know, the first thing started out as far as uh, taking the action from from that book. But those type of ideas, right? The ideas that are going to motivate you to take action. They come from books. They come from people speaking to you. They come from being in an environment where your normacy is is shaken, right? Your uh, you know what you're doing, your routine is questioned. So what you can do is you can either you know avoid avoid the question, right? And continue to do what you're doing. But if you're not satisfied, then listening to those ideas will make you question what you're doing. And those simple ideas, like you said, can set you off on a different direction. And who knows where the idea is going to come from? Ideas come in an instant, right? They're not these things that like slowly progress and bang, 
those ideas come in an instant. And being in the environment where you have this inspirational talk and you, people giving you different strategies and motivating you to make changes and increase your cash flow, that is what's going to, to help you. And so these, con- you know, just conferences in general are totally worth the price, right? The money, the travel, taking time off, totally worth it. But you don't know that until after. Right. So hopefully this conference, it's going to be convenient for you. It's going to be an efficient way to learn and be inspired. And maybe you will go to physical conferences. Is this going to 100% replicate the experience of a physical conference? Probably not. It's going to do its best, but at least it's going to give you an idea of what can come from a conference. Okay. What type of inspiration, what type of ideas, what type of brainstorming? Because in this conference, there's little lobby areas on the internet, on this on this uh, uh, this platform, this webinar platform that we're using. You can chat with people. There are going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are attending. And you can chat with people from around the world and interact and see what they're doing and and create your database and create you know relationships that way. So anyway, it's it's going to be really really cool. But hopefully, it's going to get people to to come and show up that otherwise wouldn't have come to, to conferences. But the philosophy around it is is basically the philosophy that set me on my trajectory, uh, starting with you know Little America, and then I went and worked in the stereotypical call center when I was in college, and that was. You know, if that was three years prior and I hadn't read that book, that I, I tried that in high school. I remember in high school, I, uh, <clears throat> I worked at a call center for two weeks selling vinyl siding. And it was terrifying, <laughs> super terrifying. And, and I quit. Um, I, remember, <laughs> I remember one call. I was like stuttering through the call. And the guy, I think, just out of like sympathy, made you know, accepted an appointment for a vinyl siding person to come out and do a bid or whatever. But anyway, going into this new call center where I was on the phone and I was helping people with debt consolidation programs, um, because of the book, it motivated me to see why doing that was beneficial to my future. And, and it was that motivation that pushed me over the edge of doing something that I was super uncomfortable doing. And that's, again, as Tom and Andy and I have really kind of talked about this, that is the environment we want to create, is that people will give you ideas, they'll motivate you. They'll talk about the non-mainstream things people are doing so that it helps you question what you're doing and make specific changes. And there's a lot of, you know, kind of non, non-conformist quotes uh, that, I, that I like. Uh, one is, is from uh, Kennedy. John F. John F. Kennedy says, conformity is the jailer of freedom and the enemy of growth. Isn't that a cool quote? Yeah. I know you're huge on literature and huge on quotes. And there's a lot that we can learn from you know the historians and the influential people of the past. There's another one by Thoreau. It says, every generation laughs at the old fashions, but follows religiously the new. Hmm. And so I think you know you hear this these you know statements or the cliches of strength in numbers, um, but at the same time weakness can come from from numbers. I agree with the idea of strength in numbers. But once you have a lot of people doing the same thing, it's starting to it's starting you need to question why they're doing it. And and that's kind of the nature of our of our business. And that's what I'm going to be presenting on at this conference is is what we do is 100% different than what people are taught to do when it comes to financial planning and financial uh, preparation for retirement retirement planning. And it's difficult for us. I know that you experience it because you've only been here, you know, just over, it's just over a year now. Just over a year now, yeah. And every day we have to combat the status quo. We have to tell people that their baby's ugly. Tell them that what they've been doing is not the ideal way. 
it's the ideal way to prepare Wall, you know, for Wall Street to have their retirement, but it's not the ideal way to prepare for your specific retirement. And it's hard for us, right? We have to go against the traditional stereotypical plan, and we have to literally go to battle with financial advisors over their clients and helping people make drastic changes. And we always have to be on our toes. And it helps us when we know both sides of the financial planning coin, it helps us to be more prepared and better. And that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about just kind of the nonconformity of, of not having to go through the, the stereotypical financial plan. Why don't you, why don't you talk, to, talk to me about your experience as you've had to do this? I mean, everybody despises what we do in a sense. Nobody understands it. Nobody understands why they despise it, but they do it because everybody else does it. So why don't you tell me about your experience of you know, just being here and being, you know, being an advisor and the advice that you're giving and maybe the more difficult things that you've had to deal with. You know, I, I find that one of the hardest groups of people to talk to about financial consulting and about retirement planning is the person that is comfortable. Because as, as human beings, we want to be comfortable, we want to be safe, we want to stay within in the status quo. Mm-hmm. But we all know and we've all been taught that when you're comfortable, you need to get un- uncomfortable. Yep. You need to step out of that box. You need to figure out what's next. And so when, when I'm talking to my clients or prospective clients about their retirement planning or what they're doing with their investments right now, whatever it may be, if things are all going great and they've been able to just sit on their laurels and everything's wonderful, then, then that's difficult. But if, if there is any issue at all going on, especially in, the fi- in someone's financial world, then it's time to figure out what is that pain, what's going on, and and it's and it's been it's been fun the last year and a half going through that because I've been on both sides of the, yeah, the financial in fidelity, industry, in industry right? Yep. I've done a lot of the stock trading, I've done a lot of the traditional financial advising, mm-hmm. but now taking it more on on this cash flow type of of advising that we're doing mm-hmm. here, it's a whole new story. It's a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. And it's something new that we're looking at. And it's interesting being able to pull off the layers of the onion mm-hmm. and help a person see what they can actually do, what their roadmap can be yeah. to achieve their financial goals. It's, it's been exhilarating. Yeah, it's, you know, I was talking to a, a client, client of ours uh, a few days ago, and he's 70. Uh, he's still, he's, he works at a, a very prestigious university and you know, can retire right now if he really wants to. But he's just trying to figure out, you know, legacy planning and some retirement income planning. And and he just he and he was on the phone, but he was just he was distraught about not learning a lot a lot of this and having the presentations and the numbers and the way in which we can quantify uh, and prove out a lot of our philosophy through calculations and numbers. And he was just like, I, I can't believe I've never heard this. I can't believe I didn't do this 30, 40 years ago. And, and the thing is, our, the benefit that we have every day is we have to defend ourselves every day. The traditional financial advisor and financial planner, they're order takers, and they don't have to defend their position, right? Yeah. When, they go, when they go to work, they work with a client, and they talk about asset allocation and diver- diversification and you know, different, different strategies associated with, with uh, mutual funds and with uh, bond accounts and you know, different uh, weighting. So 80% bonds and 20% stocks and you know, whatever the case may be, they don't have to defend that because it's, it's status quo. It's common knowledge. Everybody's doing that. They just might have a little bit better way of doing it. That's their selling point. So looking at us, we have to come and defend and saying that all that is crap. Yep. All that's not going to work. It's going to work for your financial advisor. 
going to work for the guy that's managing the money on Wall Street, okay? But looking at the risk that you take and the probability of this happening, you're you're on the losing end, okay? You're the ones taking all the risk. Everybody else is benefiting with zero risk. So so looking at what we have to do and come and combat that every single day, it helps us understand both sides at an expert level because a lot of our training, we have to go and do you know uh, continuing education and we have to go and continue to study for our, the licenses that we hold. And we have to hear that crap every every time we do it because everybody else is learning it, but a lot of it is false and a lot of it is misleading. And so what's helped us is, is education. And so a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of these presentations that you're going to hear about are not conformist type of presentations. Uh, purchasing a rental property or investing in a crowdfunding company or doing some you know crazy asset protection strategy. These are not normal things that, pe- that people do. But again, go back to the quotes that I just gave you. Growth, prosperity, success does not come in the comfort zone. It doesn't. Right. Growth does not happen in the comfort zone. When there's, there's so many physical principles of life like tearing muscle, right? You can't expect to be incredibly strong and in good health without pushing the limits of your body. And pushing that limit is anxiety. It's stress. It's stressing your body so that it builds. Okay, It becomes used to that. If you just sit around and just hope your muscle, you know, eat potato chips and sit on the couch and hope your muscles grow, it's not going to happen, right? So looking at the idea when it comes to finances, it's the same thing or personal development. It's the same thing. Very similar principles apply. You need to have yourself pushed. You need to question. You need to always be evaluating what you're doing or else you're not going to grow. So as we've kind of prepared this whole this whole conference, that was a lot of the theme is how can we bring a lot of speakers that are not necessarily associated? A few of them are. We have a lot of the Rich Dad advisors that share that philosophy, but there's a lot of other business owners, a lot of other presenters that are not part of that group and don't necessarily share that uh, exact philosophy. But they have the same values. They have the same idea. And in a sense, a very similar philosophy. So that's who's going to be speaking. So there's there's about 30 speakers. Uh, there's 10 separate topics. And you can learn more about that on the, uh, the CashflowWealthSummit.com website. So if you visit there, you can register. There's like a speaker page. I think we have the majority of bios up at this point. So you can look at the different speakers. And in the coming weeks, we'll have um, kind of the registration information so you can actually go in and register for the different classes and you'll know what times those classes are are taking place. Like I said, it's like, you know, we're just, we're kind of scrambling to get this thing uh, ready for the next, uh, next few weeks because it's going to be May 20th and May 21st. So make sure you go onto the website and register. So cashflowwealthsummit.com. Um, so one of the things I wanted to to talk about is how you, how we discover, how I discovered uh, what Paradigm Life does. And it's very, very interesting, just kind of the, um, you know, the coincidences that, that happen in life. Uh, because as, as, uh, as I was giving you guys my story before and talking about my experience with uh, the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, as I, you know, continue on past the call center days and graduated and starting to get into to business, um, I met uh, Kim Butler. And Kim Butler was a rich dad advice. She was one of the original, <clears throat> original rich dad advisors and was part of a number of Kiyosaki's uh, original programs and uh, courses. And I met Kim through a mutual, you know, mutual acquaintance. And she was kind enough to not necessarily take me under her wing, but recommend that I do this and this and read books and go to this event. And, and I, I took that as, you know, I, I followed every single piece of that advice. And, uh, and it led me to create 
you know, paradigm life as, as it exists today. And, and since then, you know, her husband, Todd, uh, owns a company called truth concepts and it's a software program that is literally the backbone of our, of our company. Now you're going to the first uh, training, the first (laughs) conference that Todd, uh, puts on as far as, you know, how to use, you know, the hundreds of calculators that this thing thing has. Uh, so you haven't experienced that. We'll do it. We'll do a radio show after you go to yeah. that. You'll, you'll enjoy that. Um, but basically the relationship I've had with Kim has been incredible. I mean, she's been a mentor, uh, a mentor of mine and shares that philosophy. And she uh, was a traditional financial planner. So she was able to adopt a lot of the, the Kiyosaki cash flow principles and philosophy and create a program. And we, uh, we use a lot of those principles in our own educational platform. So that's really where, <clears throat> that's where really, Paradigm Life got started and our whole uh, systems got started from the accumulation system or the infinite banking concept, uh, as well as our our income and retirement planning, which is the wealth building cornerstones idea. A lot of that stemmed from from that relationship. So it's interesting kind of how, you know, just the coincidence of life happened. They put you in positions to meet meet different people. But that's really, you know, the the moment and uh, where, where I kind of tran- uh, transitioned and uh, took a, a tangent off to, to paradigm life. But the thing is, those relationships, I don't think the, the relationship and me meeting Kim would have never happened had I not you know, read the Rich Dad Poor Dad and it set me on different paths and going to different conferences and meeting people there. And I can kind of, I can go and reverse engineer the process of me meeting her, but it really all stemmed from that moment that I decided that I was not going to conform to the traditional way of how people live, live their lives and do business. And so that's the thing is who knows what your path is, right? Who knows what you're meant to do and what's going to create success for you. But the thing is, you're not going to discover it in your comfort zone. You're not going to discover it by watching The Walking Dead and sitting on your couch and watching TV. You're going to discover it by educating yourself, by reading books, by going to events, by going to conferences. And those are going to give you the ideas and the motivation to take action. And you don't know what trajectory that's going to lead you. Know, you don't know what path that's going to lead you on. It can lead you to meet cool people who are then going to introduce you to more cool people that are going to introduce you to a business idea or an investment idea. You have no idea where that's going to lead you. But, but like I said, chances are that you're going to have that moment of zen in your comfort zone. You have a very tiny probability. So this virtual conference it might not be that event. It, it might not be that at all. You might not get anything from it. Um, who knows? But going there and hearing speakers, there might be, it might be just motivating for you to go to a physical conference, one of the Rich Dad events, or going to the Money Show, or going to Freedom Fest, or going to you know, other conferences that are put on all over the place. It might just motivate you to do that. And doing that might set you on this path. So who knows? But looking at you know my experience in life and looking at the, the business owners and the entrepreneurs that I know, it's a relationship business. And relationships come and go, but relationships are typically created by not, by not doing the conformist things. Okay? It's doing things out of the ordinary. And those, those relationships created by going to events, by masterminding and networking, uh, those relationships are really what are going to change, change your life. Um, because that's how you came here. Right. Yeah. You you knew Brad, um, Brad Gibb, who's who's been with us. He's one of our original advisors. But you you knew him, and you were making a transition in life, and you had a discussion with him, and you made the change yep. to to come here. And now, who knows where your path is going to to lead? But it's definitely not the path you thought 
you were going to be on two nope. years ago. Nope. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination. So that's the thing is you, you being inspired to completely move your family out here and and uh turn down employment you were going to texas right for right we run our way down yeah, yeah. so you t- to turn that down and completely take this on i mean that totally shifted the direction of, of your life but there was enough motivation there was enough inspiration there was enough belief for you to take to take the plunge right so the thing is with you that are listening i don't know what your situation is uh you may be clients of ours you may not be um but you're listening and I commend you for listening because you want to learn. Maybe you want to make some changes. So changes oftentimes, more often than not, do not happen in the comfort zone. Changes happen by doing things that are not normal. Uh, going to conferences is one of them. So I encourage you, whether it's this conference or whether it's something else, um, find something that's going to put you in the environment of having those ideas, having that motivation that's going to set you on a different trajectory. Because we all need to be on tra- different trajectories because that's that change, that's change, that's uh, that's building, that's growth. That's the nature of us uh, experiencing prosperity. So the Cashflow Wealth Summit, you know, we're going to do more of these. This idea is just fascinating to me and I think it's really cool. Um, and so doing this virtual conference, uh, I think it's going to go pretty, pretty good. Um, but if it goes really well, then we're going to be able to get uh, more speakers, more profound speakers. We might be able to um, kind of specify the jo- the genre instead of having like 10 different topics we may do you know two or three different topics so it kind of pinpoints people um, but that's you know yet to be you know yet to be seen Down we're going right. to see how this goes first but it's in a sense because we've put this we're going to be putting this on the first time it's going to be really easy to put on the second third and fourth time um, so the the cashflowwellsummit.com is open right now go ahead and register um, and hopefully this will be the first of of many any uh, many events in the future yeah. Um, also, yeah, if, if you guys are just listening for the first time or you want to learn more about uh, Paradigm Life, uh, we, have, we have a lot of education. We have a lot of information online. We have a lot of past podcasts. Uh, we do webinars each month. Uh, so visit our website, ParadigmLife.net. Uh, on there, you can register for our e-learning program, which is uh, no cost. It's called Infinite 101. And it gives you probably 30 hours or so of education to learn about what we do and how it relates to cash flow. Okay. Um, so anything else you want to say before we, uh, before we close up? You know, I just want to say with, with this, with this virtual summit being midweek, I know the whirlwind of, of work and family gets in the way, especially on a Wednesday, Thursday, this past week, I've been reading a book called 168 hours, Hmm. kind of showing you how to take advantage of, of the little moments here and there. But as you're looking to this virtual summit, take a moment to find what you want to go to and put it in the calendar. Have that time set aside for you to actually go to your one, two, three, seven different sessions that you want to and need to go to. Because if it is that session where you're finding that that new piece of information, you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. No. So put it in the calendar. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's a good that's a really good point. And you know, there's it's two full days. You know, if you can only come to a couple, couple of them, you know, a couple hours here and there. Like I said, we're still kind of in the process of figuring out if we're gonna, you know, keep these, rec- get these presentations recorded and have them on demand. Um, but don't bet on, don't bet on that. Come and even if it's a couple time slots that you can uh, participate in and, and experience that. Uh, but you also can may- maybe spend an hour looking through all the different booths that are going to be, be right. there and the different speakers um, that are going to be presenting because they're all going to have their, d- their individual booths. Um, so go on there, you know, register and just just check it out. 
Um, a couple of things. Let me just see. Yeah, I think that I think we're good for today. Great. Okay, so thanks everyone for for joining us, and um, definitely listen next week to the podcast because next week is when we're uh, going to have Tom and Andy on, and we're going to talk about about the summit in a lot more detail. And uh, and they're pretty excited as well. I mean, they've they've never done anything like this. They, you know, Andy does a, a lot of webinar presentations, and Tom's done some uh, before. But a lot of their stuff, a lot of what they do is live, uh, physical live. So this is going to be live, but it's not. It's going to be kind of the virtual, you know, the right. virtual live. So it's going to be it's going to be a cool dynamic. I think it's going to uh, hopefully uh, initiate other ideas from the speakers, and uh, hopefully we can make uh, the second go around. Uh, even more successful, but I think this is going to be a, a cool, cool event. Hopefully, everybody that's listening today can uh, can participate. Enjoy so again, it. the website. I know I've bombarded you with it. It's uh, cashflowwealthsummit.com, and we'll also post a link on on the blog, so you can just click on click on that and go to the registration page. All right, everyone. Well, that's uh, that's it for today. Thank you, uh, thank you for signing on, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully see you on the summit. Uh, but uh, definitely tune in next week. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial. 